0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew, and today I am talking about The Batman, the anticipated movie about Batman. Really quickly, I'm going to say how I feel about the film, and then I'm going to get into my negatives, and then the rest of the time... All my positives. <sighs> Loved this movie. If you want a detective Batman, because people have been saying for years, oh, The Dark Knight's great. Oh, Batman Begins is great. Oh, Dark Knight Rises is great. Oh, Ben Affleck's Batman's great. Or if they, or if they, they don't like his Batman, you know, whatever. But the, the, we haven't had a detective Batman yet. Yeah, we haven't had the true detective Batman story yet here it is here it is this is a nearly three hour movie it pretty much is three hours long of oh hey here's your Batman detective story and they've been saying that since this movie was conceived with Robert Pattinson taking over from Ben Affleck um yeah this movie is damn great let's get into my couple negatives here and my few negatives for this film. And when, I'm, when, 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 when I mean few, I literally mean few and like barely any. My first negative of this film is like the least negative. It's just something, even before the movie was, was, was out... I didn't like the cowl and the popped-up collar that he has. That was those two things. Everything in his outfit, in in his Batman suit, from the collar down, the cape, the actual suit, everything, that's all great. Everything from the neck up. Yeah, no, not my thing. Not my thing. Uh, not, not, not the biggest uh I, I still don't like the the cow wasn't as bad bad as I thought it would be, but I still don't like it. It, it looks like SNM Daredevil bullshit. Get another design, please, for the next film. Um, also, the popped up collar. Get rid of that. That looks really weird. Um, my second negative is there's a scene near the end of the film that I thought was unnecessary. It was a setup scene. For the next film, and I don't think we need we needed that. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last negative is the biggest negative I have of the film. Is as good as Robert Pattinson is, and I'll get to that very, very shortly. As great as he is in this film. When he's Bruce Wayne, he's brooding. When he's Batman, he's brooding. He's just brooding. Batman and Bruce Wayne. They don't get the three personas of Bruce Wayne down in this film. There is a scene in this film, his longest time in the film, where he is unmasked. Because I swear to God, 95% of this film is Batman, 5% of it is Bruce Wayne. There's a section of this film where he is unmasked Bruce Wayne... Out in public. And if I was someone, I would be like... Hey... Bruce Wayne is Batman because just like Batman, he's dark and brooding, literally, and it's weird. Is it, it's so? And maybe this is just the the because because it's a year two Batman, and he'll grow, he'll 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 evolve into that playboy billionaire type role, but right now. Yeah, not loving it, but besides that, besides those three negatives, (laughs) like I said in the intro, you wanted a Detective Batman story that is long, paced out very, very well. (laughs) I do not think we could get, and this this is a good thing, I don't think we could get a more... Gritty, real grounded take of Batman. Besides this movie, I didn't think it could be done after the, after the Dark Knight. But Matt Reeves and co. did it. Because this movie makes The Dark Knight... Well, makes the Nolan trilogy, specifically the first two, but mostly The Dark Knight, look like a very fluffy film. A very light film in... In the brightness and in tone, this movie has one section of the film that has daylight in it, and it is still dark daylight. It is awesome. It it just feels dark in it, and uh, it it's it's the section that I, that I talked about with Bruce Wayne being unmasked. Um, and it's still dark. There's still a lot of darkness in the air. It doesn't seem like it's when you walk outside. You're like, oh, look at the. Sky it's blue, and then the sun's out, and all that no it's 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 cloudy out it's rainy out it's yeah, it's dark out, but it's daytime sky is gray, not black, it's daytime, but let's talk about the man himself who's taking over the cape and cowl and the hockey pads under the mask. Bruce Wayne and Batman, Robert Pattinson. Besides the not getting the three personas things down, he is very good in this film. He is really brooding in this film. The entire film, the 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 opening film, his his opening narration even, is him going. I kind of hate doing this. They're all it's all blending together, but I love doing it, and I kind of want to die. It's such an interesting take on the character. It's so cool. It's so good. It's so... While he is one note in most of his performance, which is brooding and, and, and angry, he is very good at being broody and angry. So there's that. Um... Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Gordon is a broody, is a brooding Gordon, and he's very good at being a brooding Gordon. I love the casting, still do, and Jeffrey Wright's one of the best actors of today. And um yeah, as Gordon, he's pretty damn good. Uh Zoe, I almost said I, I almost said Lenny Kravitz, that would be weird. Zoe, Krav, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle. Slash Catwoman is very good here. I don't know if I love her mask. I get what they're doing. She didn't have a lot of money, so her mask is a little beanie ish. It's like the crime thing when you put the holes in the beanie. But it's like the whole bottom section is gone from the beanie. Looks a little weird. Um. But, um and it does it cover it really doesn't it really doesn't cover her face which okay that's fine then why wear it i don't know but anyway she's great in the role she is probably i've only seen it once she's probably she she's better than Michelle Pfeiffer for me she's probably tied with Anne Hathaway at the moment if i see this if i see this movie again she has some... Her and Pattinson, just like Bale and Hathaway, have great chemistry and a great dynamic t- together. So if I see this movie a few more times, it may be, I'm, I may be like, okay, I like this one better, or I like this one better. Who knows? But for right now, she's probably even for me with uh, Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Uh, Andy Serkis is not in the film very much as Alfred, but when he is in the film, he is very, very, very good in the film. It's Andy Serkis. He is a great actor. He is a fantastic, unknown actor. That's a crime if you don't know Andy Serkis. He is Gollum. He is King Kong. He is Caesar from the most recent. Uh, I've said Lord of the Rings films. The most recent Planet of the Apes trilogy, two of which the the last two in the franchise, um, were helmed by Matt Reeves, and um, as Alfred, this version of Alfred, this. Not meaner version, this more authoritative version of Alfred. He's very, very good in this role, and I like him a lot. So there we go. It's <laughs> weird, but yeah. Uh, now let's get to the villains of the film. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, or Falcone, however you say it. They call him Falcone in this film. In the Nolan trilogy, they call him Falcone. I go Fal- Falcone, so, yeah, he is fantastic in this movie, I did, I, honestly, he's not in any of the trailers, at least the ones that I saw, I saw the teaser, and, like, mo- majority of the one, like, the first trailer, uh, and then I'm like, okay, no, I'm gonna stop, actually, I'm not gonna watch this, um, so I didn't know what he was going to look like in the film, I didn't know, I forgot he was actually going to be in the film, because apparently he was not in, in a lot of the marketing of the film, and uh, he is very good in this film. John Turturro is one of the best character actors of today. And he is fantastic in this movie. He is genuinely, genuinely, genuinely... Scary, weird, intimidating in this film. And I loved it so much. Now let's get to the main villain of the, of the film. Let's get to the two main villains of this film. The main villain of the film is... Is Paul Dano's... um, My God, what's his... The Riddler. Oh my God, I forgot what the Riddler's name is for a minute there. Lord help me. Anyway, Paul Dano as the Riddler. Again, just like a lot of these actors and they were cast in the roles. I was like, yes. Yes. Paul Dano is one of the best actors of today as well. And he is, at the same time, goofy weird, terrifying, scary, fucking weird. I loved him as the red lord. I don't get the hate for his for his mask that he wears. It's so it's so original, it's so interesting. And I swear to god, there's a scene in the film we see it in. I saw I I did see one of the TV spots for a second. I'm like, "Nope, turn away." There's a shot in one of the TV spots where Batman is banging on uh, the glass when he's talking to Riddler. And that scene is... My God! All those that I just listed off of Paul Dano's performance in this film... Like, he's so weird. But he's so intimidatingly strange and creepy. Like, the beginning of the film... Something happens, and it's so scary. I didn't jump, per se, but I did go, Oh, shit! And it was awesome. I loved it, man. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. Now let's get to my favorite performance of the movie. And he's getting his own show on HBO Max. And I was like, okay, let's see what this, sh- what this show does. After this movie, I want this show so badly. I want to see this show right now. And that is a literally unrecognizable Colin Farrell in appearance and voice as Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin. Okay. I I, I, I had seen photos of him before the trailers came out. I, I've seen the one the one uh, trailer when the car chase, and he's like, "I gotcha! I gotcha!" Dude, if if you didn't know what this movie was, I guarantee you, you wouldn't know by anything in this movie that that is Colin Farrell, and I still don't, and I and I still do not believe that is Colin Farrell under all that makeup because my god the makeup in this film is amazing on him there is not one shot on the not one frame of this film when that when he's on screen that I that I that I, you could they could come out today and say no it was actually like, that's a new actor and I would believe them like an unknown older actor and I would totally believe you because the freaking prosthetics on his face is so Good he is so good. Oh my God! And his perf- his voice, his performance in general is fantastic. Colin Farrell goes just over over the top enough to be weird and intimidatingly awesome. He is so good in this film. I think if anybody gets nominated from this film, it's going to be him and and him and Dano. Because Dano is just so off the rocker in a lot of scenes in this film, specifically the one that I talked about when Batman bangs on, bangs on the glass when he's talking to him. Man, he is good in this film. They are both my two favorite performances of this film, and of course, they're Batman villains. But this movie is ninety-five. Like, like, like I said before, the movie is ninety-five percent Batman. He is literally in this. He, he is literally in the bat suit for more than any actor that has ever played Batman before. He is literally Batman the entire time in this movie. It is it it, it is except for that one small section of the of the film when he's when he's Bruce Wayne in in the daytime. He is basically Batman for the rest of the film. It is so great. To have a detective Batman story, and literally, I've been watching some reviews online. Some people have kept complaining about the pacing and the length. The entire movie had me, from the second it started to the end frame. It had me. I, I, I just, I guess, I just love mystery crime thrillers like this movie. And this is a mystery crime thriller, where The Dark Knight was a crime drama action movie, this, this is a mystery crime thriller. This movie is not very fast-paced. It d- does not have a lot of action. When it does have action, it is spectacular and it is great, but this is a mystery crime thriller. This is more in vain of David Fincher's 7 and Zodiac than it is any other Batman film, even though for some things in the film... It 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 tributes a lot of things from the Dark Knight trilogy, uh, Batman v Superman, and, and and Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I saw some, I, I saw some of the Burton stuff in there. But yeah, man, I do not see another Batman film being as gritty and dark as it could be. But yeah, man. This is a fantastic movie. Absolutely go out and watch this thing. I'm going to give this movie an A. This is in somewhere in my top three Batman films right now. I absolutely love it. This might be my number two. I may like this more than Batman Begins, but it's very, very close for me. This is a great movie, a great detective crime thriller that I absolutely love watching every 2nd of the movie. That's all I got for you guys today. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.